Hey there, guys. It's Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. It is episode 504, podcast 384. Uh, this is our, uh, I don't know what date it is, April 26th in 2021. So thank you guys for joining us. It is uh, me, Todd Ansich. I'll be your host tonight with my friend Gavin Sharma from TerraTech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday. Happy Behind the Bunker. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit the like, share, and whatever you need to do, comment. We're watching you in the chat. Uh, thanks for joining us, and let's get the show on the road, friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh, Zuby Zabrikis, I think he's here with us, too. Yes, I am here as well, and I, too, just like Todd, have no idea what day it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to feel that way. Uh, and uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggarders Paintball. Hello, everyone, or some people, those of you that are in the chat on uh, Facebook, I can see you, I'm watching you, and I'll say hi to everyone, and thanks for tuning in tonight to watch um, what we're going to talk about paintball and uh, complain about garbage night and uh, moving a paintball field, how much fun it is, the true awesomeness. Anyway, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you. yeah. Um, I, I know everybody's got different... Um, you know, different levels of pandemic where they are watching in the world. I know some people ha are states that are free and you can do whatever in countries, but everybody's got varying levels of it. But uh, we're all just tired of this bullshit. And I think we're all just kind of whole hummish about it. So hopefully it's done and hopefully it's done soon. So anyways, thank you guys. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's get right into it. If you're watching us on Facebook, Hit that like and share button, and we are going to watch you guys, uh, your comments. And right now, I am booting up. I see you guys on um, YouTube. There you are. All you need to do is uh, hit that like button on YouTube. Hey, even subscribe if you're feeling uh, feisty. And we're going to watch all your comments. So if you guys have something to say, put it up there, and we'll try to read them on the show. I know the chat gets going sometimes, and it's hard to, but... Uh, We'll do our best. Uh, tonight we're talking about, uh, later in the show, what do you do to support your local paintball field? And, uh, you know, lots of different ideas and uh, thoughts there of what you guys were saying. A uh, couple things I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, we mentioned this last week, and I still think this is uh, worth bringing up. This is the Universal Fill Nipple Covers by Exalt. They are out now. Make sure you guys check out your local retailer for those. Um, Ruthless Paintball. They have team packages if you guys are going into the season this year and you want to... Uh, who's tapping with their... It's like the world's I'm... largest keyboard. Loudest keyboard. What? what do you want? <laughs> you want me to respond to people? Do you want me to sit quietly? Do you want me not to sigh? No, did you... Fight, 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 fight. No, no, no. Did you buy, did you buy a, a, a new keyboard? No, I have a keyboard from like 1992. One of the first ones ever invented it. I like it. Oh, shit. I drank. There you go. I drank. So I got to go. Now my video's gone. Everything's gone. No, your video's still here. Well, can still I, see I you. can't see anything. I don't know where it went. All my I, this Apple business, nothing's down we here. We were just gotta... saying before the show, guys, how much we hate these Zoom shows, and hopefully soon. Hopefully within, what do you think, Gavin? Two weeks? Never. No, no, but um, two weeks we get out of whatever level that we're at right no, now, right? So we're our our stay-at-home version. <laughs> I mean, no, fire we're truck. Right, we're right-deckered for a long time, bud. Okay, yeah, but so, I thought uh, for the next two weeks we had, we, we, we were definitely in the level that we are. Uh, so we uh, are in stay-at-home emergency break slash lockdown, and it was originally until May the 4th. 
may the fourth be with you. Uh, and now it has been extended in Ontario for an additional two weeks. So we're looking at, I believe, the 18th of May Okay. before we may have potentially yeah. some freedom again. And then we get back to whatever back useless to we were in, yes, Gray. They, yes, they and then we got to stay in there for how long? Probably another six weeks? Well, it's, it's usually two weeks uh, assessment at a time, all right? Uh, so they'd like to see the numbers for two weeks. So, yeah, we're yeah. you know, it's just day by day. We'll wait, we'll wait to see what happens. Nice. Well, whatever. Let's let's go back to some optimism. Um, guys, have you been on Paintball Media's uh, Patreon page? They have the Tim Montressor documentary. It's up there right now. Go check that out. Uh, we also talked about iconic paintball teams. The first episode is already up there. Make sure you guys check it out. And the next one is due on May 10th. Uh, I spent uh, four or five hours this uh, today narrating and editing. So hopefully they'll get that and uh, up in time for May 10th. Some things about the team Navarone that I didn't know. So you'll definitely want to check it out. It's pretty interesting. Um, Houston Heat. Uh, here's their version of the TM40. This was posted on DLX's uh, Facebook page today as well as uh, I don't know what team that is. Some sort of pirates, I, I, I reckon. Uh, damage, damage blue, and aftermath, whatever that is, pewter, I guess. Either way, good-looking colors. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, an initiative that's happening uh, this Saturday, May 1st, uh, maybe not the best time of year for it for this year, but uh, the World Paintball Day uh, happens on May the 1st. Uh, everybody's urging to, uh, you know, share so it goes to you know people go to their their their, their local paintball fields and play um, if you want you can go to you can go to your Facebook profile uh, image update the profile picture and you can actually add the frame around it by just by simply searching the world uh, the searching the words world paintball day 2021 and that ring comes around your photo so do that if you want to show some support and show all your friends about paintball Paintball Extravaganza, we did a live show a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all the videos that were sent in by all the manufacturers are up there, both training videos and product videos. You're definitely going to want to go check that out. Um, so head on over to pbevents.com and you can see all their great videos. All right. Joe's back. I'm back. Sorry about that. Next time you can make comment about my keyboard operations and <laughs> i will just i'll go watch tv you almost ruined the show todd <laughs> <laughs> well while you were away we started a gofundme for me to get a new bottle of um lady maple yeah there you go not the keyboard it was uh it was your murphy's moonshine that was most right, importantly my lost moonshine. Right, go and hopefully we can talk more about murphy's moonshine in the next couple of weeks uh, Joe sent in a great video uh, today in another updated vault. We have some mail time questions. We have custom gear. We have the topic to get to and more on tonight's show. How, you, how can you call it an updated vault? Because it's really, it's antiquated, isn't it? Well, if, it you're, if you're updated? watching a weekly show and yes. there's a new episode, it's an updated, like it's the updated one, I guess. I don't know. I Wouldn't that be how you'd frame it? I don't know. Ask Gavin. But I don't care, Joe. <laughs> That's, That's fine. You don't. No one cares. I, I got maple syrup moonshine all over my tabletop. My keyboard's too big and clicks. What do you want? 
There you go. Rick Chard in the live chat posted the link to Paintball Extravaganza's website. Make sure you guys go check that out at some point and look at some of the videos that are up there. Lots of good things. Uh, so thank you to Rick Chard from Paintball Extravaganza. Why don't we go right into uh, this week's From the Vault segment, guys? When we come back, we'll get into uh, even more. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and I show you something that I pulled from my vault, or today I pulled it from my filing cabinet. Today we are going to look at this package. It's from Simutech Equipment Systems, Inc. It's dated, uh, looks like 11... 84 maybe I don't know how to read that it's Roman so what what do we get so we get a select fire full auto machine pistol it's the actual size 38 caliber and get a 20 to 30 round magazine rate of fire 600 rounds per minute fully auto crazy um, what else do they have they have the Crossman manufactured uh, 50 caliber uh, six shot repeater Cutting edge eye protection, notable feature, strong polycarbonate shield, removable washable forehead sweatband on a Velcro strip, quick fit rear adjusting knob. Amazing. Test results, high impact resistance, main disadvantages, lower face, remains somewhat exposed depending on the user. Um, Mark one pistols at the time, if you minimum ordered, they're $99 each. A reconditioned one is $75. Camouflage jumpsuits, um, 20 bucks. These are used. Some results from a Hamilton tournament. Marking pellets. Pellets are improvements new for the year include a brighter, richer dye. Crazy. I wonder if there's a price list. Oh, here's some crazy masks. Look at this thing with your goggles. Airgun Games Association. Couldn't have a paintball association in 1984, and you can't have one now. More visors, give you a lot more cheap protection. A hockey helmet with no protection. Eye doctors are worried about war games. Not anymore. Um, more about the association. And I think that's all. But anyway, uh, that's a little look uh, in our time machine way, way back to 1984, where we looked at the Model 85 and the six-shot repeater, as well as some other stuff. Thanks for watching. You've been watching From the Vault, live on Behind the Bunker. Pew, pew. Audio jungle. Um, anyway, that was uh, my segment of the vault. I, every some weeks, I struggle with what should I what should I do on on this segment of the vault. And I have an old filing cabinet that I took out of my storage unit last year um, when we closed the indoor. And I subsequently before that, I got rid of my storage unit. So I have it. In, I had it in my garage, and I I was just opening it up to see what's in there because I know there's a brand new Motorola talk about radio in a box that you know we could we could talk about but then I, I started finding some correspondence so i i looked at that and obviously as you, everyone knows i i tend to keep things longer than the average consumer or human anyway so i pulled that envelope out and it had a 1984 date on it and i opened it up and it was from um one of my first suppliers so when i originally got my mark one uzis that's the only gun that was on the market that was available from these guys 
But as they were became a sort of a, a larger distributor, if you will, then they started distributing the Mark One Uzi, distributed the 50 caliber Crossman, then varying degrees of um, safety shields at the time. So it was kind of neat. So that was kind of um, a, a neat sort of from from the vault. And I I've got some other sort of correspondence. We I know we looked at a um, what was that company that used to the mail order company Gavin? Do you remember? Um, not frontline, U.S. Cavalry. Okay. So I've got a couple other um, magazines or catalogs from from that era um, that that we can look at as well as well as some other correspondence from um, other companies. Keep in mind, um, this goes back before you know paintball magazines were even a thing. It was still called War Games. So you were sort of you you stumbled upon you know these these various companies through happenstance because there's no you didn't have any idea there's no internet there was no world wide web to to click I didn't have a smartphone and and no one had cell phones because they weren't invented the only people that had a cell phone was like Banachek in his Cadillac on which you can sometimes watch on A and E so it, you know you, you had to really struggle to find you know suppliers for war game supplies at the time now obviously it's paintball games so and then i found some original artwork for flag Ritter. so you know i've got lots of stuff now i've got a good arsenal um or a clip full of stuff as, as i'm a mag fed fan um so i've got a clip a lot of stuff to come that, that we'll talk about in future um behind the bunkers anyway guys thanks for watching one of the masks that you showed the face protector was looked like something that they were wearing at starbucks this morning in their drive-thru like the big plastic full face. Well, yeah, but that's, you know, when you think about it, when you go back to safety eyewear, you had safety glasses, then you had like a goggle, and then they had these visors that people wore when they were machining or, you know, something like that. And those are your options. One of the pictures, you know, they had a camouflaged hockey helmet with a clear visor on it, but it still had, you know, inch by inch, holes on the top and the bottom you know it would keep a puck out but it sure shit wouldn't keep a paintball out but let's think about it let's say paintball was just invented today there were no paintball goggles on the market we would do the exact same thing we would go to like the local hardware store and buy safety goggles that would be a yep. good thing to start with we'd probably i mean those I I wore squash my my first goggles I wore leader squash goggles because they they had a strap and they fit really tightly and they gave decent coverage and they didn't fog because they were designed for people to run around in the little room sweating so that that's what I wore Josh is there anything in the construction industry other than safety glasses that I, I I'm sure there's uh well the one thing the construction industry is actually really well known for is it's sturdy footwear <laughs> yeah that's can't put true. those on your eyes you can't put those on your eyes but you know if you think about it that's before paintball came along you know people wore motocross goggles jt you know jt and oakley were motocross um manufacturers so people wore those but a a, a normal motocross goggle back then wouldn't take the impact a, a motocross goggle now is, is a thick you know, a thick Lexan lens, would it take a paintball shot? Probably, 
but it's not, you know, not designed. But we, most of us know, or anybody knows that the, the ASDM rating for a paintball lens far exceeds the ANSI rating for a motocross goggle yeah. and most other um, forms of protective eyewear. Well, what are you going to get a June bug in the, in the mask when you're going down the highway at a hundred miles an hour versus a paintball? Yeah. <laughs> Pete Russell says, uh, Uvex grinding goggles uh, would make a good replacement. What well, Andrew Woodward says back then it was shop goggles and a nail spot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the Simeon said the face shield mechanics used to block sparks, like a welder's mask, maybe even. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you, sometimes you wear those those shields at the strippers too. They protect the sparks from coming at you too, and when they're sliding up and down the pole. What kind of stripper? Robotic ones. Gavin, you've been with me enough. Next time it next time it opens up, I want to see you wearing that welding mask there. I'll sit next to you as your special helper. <laughs> That's nice. Pervert row with a beer and a straw in it. Jeez. All right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? We still have uh um... French lick. <laughs> there we go. The event's over, but we're still finding a way to bring it up. Um, so there you go. We have mail time coming up in just a moment. We have some custom gear. We have the topic to talk about and some prices right. So why don't we get right into uh, mail time? Mail time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time. It's my time to shine where I get to rip open my sack ding, and ding, read ding, ding. some of the correspondence that you, my friends, have sent in. Uh, the sack is a little light this week, and that's A-OK because there are quality questions that are coming to you. Uh, the first one comes to us from John Jones, and he wants to know, we talk about growing the sport, or uh, growing the sport, so pitch paintball to me as if I was never involved in the game. I've never heard of it. Make me want to try it. All right, marketing genius Jill, lay it on him first. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a game that any, that is easy to, easy to learn, but yet difficult to master. You can go out as an individual. You don't need to go out with a team and you're put on a team and you can play. So if you're, if you're new to an area and you just moved there and you want to get active, you could play paintball. It's multi-generational. Um, fathers and sons can play. And some days at the field we have, you know, mothers, fathers, grandparents playing with their kids. I think it's it's a fantastic way for corporations and companies to learn camaraderie and team building because as a, as a player it's it's a team sport so you're required to communicate um, to to help to help win the game and or or meet your objective. Um, it's played outdoors so during a pandemic it's it's safe. Uh, participants are are dist well distanced. It's regulated. There's referees on the field. And it's fantastic for kids' birthday parties. Todd, how would you sell that to somebody who's never played paintball before? Oh, you should try speedball. <laughs> no, I, I think Joe covered it all, but I'm thinking more of, you know, right now in the, this day and age with COVID and all the nonsense, it's proper social distance. You're wearing a mask. But more importantly, it's recreation. It's getting you out of the house and it's, you know, mental, you can, mental well-being. Yeah, and you can hang with your friends at a safe distance and participate in something together. I mean, th those themselves. If you, if you know, if if you told me I could do that with, you know, with all those things, but in something different that I've never known before, I'd I'd be happy to try it for sure, for sure. We're all desperate to do something right now. <laughs> if it gets us out of our house. What are you, Josh? 
you stumble across a person who's never heard of paintball before, how would you sell it to them? Run. Don't play. Don't worry about it. Save all your money. <laughs> all right. Uh, so for the marketing board of paintball, we have Josh. Don't yeah. go there. No. Um, yeah, it's it's fun for all ages. Um, you know, it's completely immersive if you want it to be. Uh, it's cosplay if you want it to be. It's multifaceted. There's, if you breathe through your knuckles, you can play speedball, I guess. There is a competitive but, you know, aspect to it if you want to get into it. Absolutely. There's a competitive <laughs> aspect in recreation. We don't need it. It's like white wine. We just need it for to be polite for etiquette. Well, what about those who order chicken? Chicken's okay. <laughs> I was at a wedding once where the chicken was succulent. Well, if you have chicken or fish, what kind of wine do you drink with it? You can, pair, you can pair whatever your palate is, right? You, you don't have to go with white with fish and white yeah. meat. Where do you? What do you feel about rosé? Because rosé is sort of the mix between the white and the I red Joe, wine. I Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, let's not get into wino talk. Yeah, that's on the after show. All right. Next question comes for us from uh, Simeon, a.k.a. Simone Schnacki. He wants to know, what are your oh-no moments in the middle of a game? So what are some of your oh-no moments? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, fill, I didn't fill my tank in between games. I, I'm sure we can all, we can all uh, attest to this one. You ever, you ever playing and uh, you look around at one point in time and realize that every single person on your team that you're playing with is vanished meaning they're gone they're dead and they're standing on the sideline and you quickly realize that you may be the last one left <laughs> but yet you still hear people yelling and screaming on the other side and you know at any minute you're going to be either ran down or uh yeah yeah that's 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 sort of the oh no moment everyone kind of fears yeah. I would agree with that. That that's happened numerous times. Anybody who's played, right? When you're looking around, you're like, "Oh, I'm just screaming communication to myself." <laughs> yeah. uh, there's nobody here. I'm low on paint, and look, holy crap! They got the whole team running towards me. Like, and you start counting. You're like, "Yes, it is the oh no moment." Like, yeah. and how many times am I going to get hit before I go? Well, Josh and I were we're playing with Wolf at at Super Game for one of the last battles, and I remember we were all trying to go get something or go somewhere, and I ran up. I kind of ran left to a, a bunker to kind of flank up and I, I moved two bunkers. Then I started yelling, Josh, Josh, where are you? And then I see Josh and Wolf on the other side, nowhere even near where I was. And it was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm, I'm too far, too far now. Um, yeah. Or if you're up, up at a 50 position, you're, you're up there on the front lines and you start re reaching towards uh, your pods to get some more paint and you realize you're out. That's another oh no. How, how many times does that happen when you're in? You ever find a you're in a bunker and it's one of those miracle bunkers where you shoot a guy out and um, another guy replaces him and you shoot them out. Another guy replaces him and, you, and this continues on. It's like a shooting gallery, but you're in a position where it's, it's so much harder for them to hit you and you're having a blast and then either you either run out of air or you run out of paint and it's like, all right, my fun is, you know, you spend hours looking for those spots. And then that's it. You're done. It's time to go. The only bunker I've been in the last few weeks are ones that I've been lifting. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Uh, Josh, do you have an oh no moment? Uh, my oh no moment usually comes uh, during big games when you make a push. You take a few buildings, maybe you take a field, you've got that perfect spot. You get set up in one of those honey holes Todd's talking about. 
and then you realize I I've been fighting for this whole thing this whole time and now I'm at a paint and air and my oh no moment is trying to find someone to take over that spot in hopes that I can get off the field, get more air, get more paint and get back there and not have the entire field lost again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remind me of the honey hole that you just mentioned. <laughs> I would like. Uh, I, did, I just. Um, I just went onto Instagram and you used the hashtag honey hole, and you should have seen what came up. <laughs> I just went on OnlyFans and did honey hole. So Google that. <laughs> so Josh, when you push up ahead of your team and you get to that honey hole and you're holding Damn things it. down, uh, but the other your own team doesn't realize that's you. And all of a sudden, it, the oh no moment is the friendly fire, but you can't stick an armband out or or a or a uh, team tags out because that'll be shot, right? So you just yeah. have to like start screaming, hope somebody can hear. Yeah. Um, you know, when communication sort of falls apart and you're being uh, hit by or shot at by your team and the opponent team. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not a good time. But because Josh no, it, said, it, you know, I, I often play that where if the paint doesn't break, somebody shot me. I immediately shoot back and then have a nice conversation with them as we both walk off to the dead box about how dumb they are. <laughs> or the giggle, oh, you're on my team? Yeah, jackass, yeah. thank you. As I, I make my way to the dead box. Team, it's like, here's a couple extra bonus. I told you, you I felt bad. Um, <laughs> I uh, I do like your comment, though, Josh. You know, you you played a big game and you're out on the field and you're out of paint and you're out of you know, air and you have to leave. But as you're leaving, like you realize that your team is doing really well. You have half the field and you're, you're pushing bunkers. So you go in, you get some more paint and air, grab a snack, and then you grab a couple buddies. You go back out on the field and then you realize that while you're out there, you and the rest of your blue team were out having lunch and the red team has overtaken everything. And you're now down to just your spawn. <laughs> That's, That's an oh no moment. You walk off and some kid walks off the field, looks at you and goes, we just lost the whole field. It's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's lunch is a killer on a big game because everyone just wants to have a snack and eat. And then it just, it's, it's whichever team has the least hungriest players ends up taking and the it, most real estate. And it's a catch 22, I think too, because we've, I, I've played in a few games where, lunchtime comes and they'll shut down the game yeah and then everybody goes back out but by the time everyone goes back out like everyone's done yeah it's like I, they I used lost to... the momentum they sat down for 20 minutes and everybody's like oh man i'm tired i used to like the fact that we would play all through even lunch and we would offer like an hour and a half lunch i thought that was great and i didn't like the idea of stopping the game and then switching sides but after i played a couple stop games and flipping the field i think it is better like, I know you go in fatigued in the afternoon, but I, I think it's better because you get to play the opposite side of the field. There's no complaints. And flipping sides gives you a little bit more um, interest, too, I think, right? It's fresh. It's different. It's new. It's You've like been shooting boat. that way the whole game. Now you get to shoot back the opposite way. So you get an idea of where you can go, where, you can, where the field can move. I, I, I do like it, and I appreciate it when it does happen. Yeah. I got a little off topic, but that was good. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, just to do a quick plug before I go into my next question. Uh, Bricktop is in the house, and I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday, a milestone birthday. Uh, so, on behalf of everybody from behind the bunker, we wish you a happy birthday, my friend. I'm not gonna say uh, how old he was, but I had no idea. He does not. I must must be oil of Olay. I don't know oh, what he, he uses. Oh, you think he looks good? Oh, okay. It's like, wow. I'm like, what? That's it? I know you think he looks terrible. I think he looks younger than he is. 
All right, uh, I'm sure I'll get his number to you afterwards. <laughs> All right, uh, next hubba, question comes. With, next question comes to us from Colin Cooper, what? and he wants to know: as a field owner, other than playing, what can players do to support you or uh, uh, show support of the field? How can players give back to uh, provide some support of the fields? I'm going to pin that. Don't answer that yet, because I believe that is our topic for this evening. Uh, so we're going to be able to hear some uh, some questions and suggestions from everybody else in the uh, in the paintball community, and then I'll let you guys chime in afterwards. So thank you for that question, Colin. It is timely because it is our topic for this evening. Uh, so the next question that I will open it up to those who have been moving some fields uh, comes to us from Tommy Guns, and Tommy wants to know what are some hilarious things you find or you might find when moving a paintball field. Anything, gentlemen, that you come across? <laughs> Uh, Her, first of all, hernias are not hilarious. <laughs> we, yeah. the, the guys on Saturday were moving a building in Saigon, and they uncovered a rabbit nest that had baby rabbits in it, so they, they relocated them. Um, I like the obscure know, articles of clothing you find, like a pair of like underpants or an undershirt, and you're like, what was the point? Like, what, when, At what point did this need to come off and well, is laying on the ground? We're finding lots of mags and stuff, but the field, you know, the field's relatively clean. Like, there's probably more water and Gatorade bottles from the referees taking them on the field than there is from the guests. There's a lot of smoke, um, leftover smoke canisters from EG smoke, which eventually would break down. But, you know, anything that's probably within, you know, 24 months is still, you can tell what it is. Um, we find lots of reusable first strike rounds because you know those things are okay uh so there's lots of first strike rounds called, kicking around the yeah. technical name for them joe is restrikes restrikes <laughs> re re yeah, there's yeah. lots of re there's lots of restrikes laying around but you know we're, we're finding things that you know I think then Gavin, you and I were talking, and Karen and I were talking about about the the bot like the water bottles and the Gatorade bottles in the field. I, my first thought was the referees, but. I know a lot of guys will put them in their pod packs and try to try to yeah. drink them under their goggles on the field and then they just dump them out there. I, I, I really wish patrons would not do that because not only is it not safe having their goggles, you know, even if they just tilt their head back and, and try to dump it down their, their, their mouth, then, you know, then you could still get a stray paintball under the goggle, but just the, the amount of garbage. And I, I, th I think we mandate no, no, no beverages on the field yeah. other than a camel back. Like, For sure. No, yeah. no plastic, no single use it's, plastic. It's hard to police or it when you've got them straw, hidden you in barbarians. <laughs> oh, but only paper straw. Only paper straws because we have turtles. Ew. No, well, I did. I, I found what would have been my stash. It was a can of Waterloo Dark and two water bottles. So I'm thinking <laughs> that's just my perfect, you know, if I had a pod pack, I'd stick those in because that's exactly what I drink after the field. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Don't we you didn't shave, find any save those for the shocks or anything underneath the shoes people have lost. Um, I, I don't think we found we haven't like lost anything that we've come across that was lost. We haven't have we found any lots of barrel bags. Yeah, and we barrel bags, we, mags. We, yeah. we have an area of the field where it's a really low area, and we've lost people's shoes in that area because the the mud just sucks it up. But we haven't. I, I think once it's in there, it's done. Yeah, archaeologists will find that in you know <laughs> four thousand years with some. <laughs> pterodactyl skulls and stuff like belongs that. to the earth now yeah they'll find a pair of shoes or something yeah all right next question comes to us from the instagram world from uh ziggle tech diver and he wants to know have you noticed the resurgence of older players and demand for older markers 
How do you think this will uh, play out at Fields once they can reopen? I don't see a resurgence for older markers other than like retro stuff, but retro or sorry, older marker parts are huge right now. Do you have a solenoid for an 06 Proto? Do you have a back cap for a, you know, for for this gun or or I I I you know I I sight or what are they called? Uh, eye covers, like obscure things for obscure old markers that nobody has anymore. And autococker parts. If you even mention that you've got a like. I've told a bunch of people in the past year, couple years, that we've got auto, we got a box of autococker parts, and all of a sudden this year and last year, people are remembering that conversation and me- messaging me, going, I-, "I heard you had some autococker parts. Do you have anything? I'm looking for this and this." And at this point, I've basically said, "No, it's all gone." But um, everyone's looking for for old gear stuff. If you can find micro line that fits on the front of old cocker three ways. Yeah, anything you I have would be so are sitting yeah. on a gold mine. It's impossible to find. The only way to get micro line that fits again is to buy from Inception's designs the new barbs. Yeah. Completely replace all the barbs and completely replace all the hose. Because every cocker three-way barb seems to be slightly different size. There are different there's definitely yes. different sizes. So when you're shopping for hose or hooses, it's it's hard to find the right size. I cannot find who's anywhere. I've even got a couple feet of the old school line. Um, yeah. It was yellow, uh, which I don't like. Uh, but trying to repair some on my old um, VF tactical. Yeah, yeah. Cannot find hose to fit it for the life of me. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, there's a ton of people that are coming back into the sport that we used to see years ago. Um, that are now kind of bringing their kids back with them or just remembering that they used to play, you know, the girlfriend that took them away from paintball has since dumped them and now they're they're free again and they're back playing paintball and they've got their old evil pants on or, you know, their, their, their zap t-shirt or <laughs> whatever was the style at the time. But, you know, is, is that a bad thing? You know, we, late last fall, I was having calls from people wanting to know if we had parts for piranhas and, and, and um, brass eagle, whatever those abominations were. And, you know, and even Model 98s and A5s, that's a good sign. That means those guys haven't played for probably, you know, eight to ten years. And now they're getting back into it. And, you know, it's, it's, you don't have, it's, it's hard to have the heart. To say, you know, by the time I find parts for your gun and so on and so forth, you're probably better just to, you know, spend $80 or $100 and buy yourself a brand new something and get out and play right away. So it's just, it's it's kind of a, a slippery slope, but you have to, you know, the, you can tell these guys are keen and they have this old gear that they've been coveting for several years. So it, it, it's tough, but like to find piranha o-rings and stuff that are and half of those things are proprietary they, they don't they don't even exist anymore so and i'm pretty excited when i see a kid come out of the field with gear you know was it, it must have been his uncles or his father's <laughs> you know like they have no idea what it is on them like and we're oogling them right but you know we've got to be careful because they're kids right yeah. so yeah Ooh, what are you wearing robert <laughs> right? hansen says what about diablo pants yeah, Diablo yeah. pants, like El Diablo, um, e- evil, evil pants, like any of that stuff, right? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like yeah, no, it's, it's pretty <laughs> exciting for a, uh, 
for people who've been around the sport for a while to see that come back again, right? So again, there's also pawn shop sales or eBay sales that yeah. people are picking up um, and they don't know the value of it. And as you know, Joe said, sometimes it breaks your heart that they can't get them up and yeah. running uh, because they can't get the parts, but it's, it's, it's exciting to see younger generation embracing older school stuff yeah. and the old school people that step away from the sport coming back in. So, I, you know, I love the research. I really well, do. look at Andrew. He says, if you have carnivore parts, you're rich. And on that, I was just thinking, you'll see the guy that'll come to the field and he'll pull out this old bag and he'll take a, a, a T-shirt and peel it off this brand new carnivore that's only been used a couple of times. And it's like, wow, you have no idea what you have there, sir. Uh, and unfortunately, just because the age of the marker, half the times it doesn't work. But uh, yeah, when they do, good for them. Good for them. Uh, I'll right still now, offer him 400 bucks for it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I know we're getting a little long in this segment, but one more before I wrap up my sack. If that's okay, Todd. Ding, ding, uh, ding. So this is also from the Instagram worlds and it's from Raptor PB. Uh, what makes a great paintball field? Great. What the heck? I remember makes that someone asked field? us years ago, this same question on social media and someone put in showers. I'm sorry, but I'm not showering at a paintball field, even if they were like the local Y. I... First of all, no I don't way. know how many paintball fields are going to have legitimate showers, but but I, but I love that that's your your baseline, the local why. That's a, that's as far as I'll go. Well, okay, I'm not in high school or school, so I'm not having like gym showers. I'm just trying to think where else would you Ew. have showers? I guess you'd have to clean that. That'd be gross. I'd bring my own shower, one of those black solar showers that like the camping you know, ones, yeah. than you put on your roof during the day, then you shower yourself off. But I wouldn't go stand in a shower that other people. <laughs> and I don't want to be telling war stories while you're washing, washing off your self and your rifle. junk this is, is hanging gun. out, this right? Is for fighting. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. you creeping up on me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just focus on your own work there, Chief. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll chat afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, what, what makes a, a, a paintball field great? We, I mean, we've all played numerous fields. We've all played yeah. uh, exceptional fields, and we've played some really, really piss poor fields as well. Yeah. Uh, that goes with the territory. So, what what stands out for you? What makes that uh, a field exceptional for you? An guys? entrance to the field that's not a mile walk, and I'll cite Challenge Park for that one for their their Living Legends games. That you 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 want to go play, but you have to walk all the way to the left and then do a U turn and come back. And we clocked it at almost a kilometer. It was you, it was horrible. And then you had to wait to get in because the nuclear clock wasn't quite ready <laughs> to let you in. Like, let's go play paintball. Do you want me to shoot paint or do you want me to tell time? Like, what do you, let's go. Yeah. So a, a close proximity to all the fields from the staging area. Uh, I also like one that has a parking lot. That's not, um, you know, that's large enough that I can get fairly close to the, to the drop off area. That's always important. There was a field that we used to play that was a good field, but you used to have to drive down this real steep embankment. Um, and most of the times you weren't even guaranteed a parking spot down there. So um, that was pretty sketchy. But uh, Josh, what about you? What about flags there. or props that you that you should figure be able to know what how they work? Um, <laughs> hanging a flag in a hospital? <laughs> there is a direct correlation between the how good a field is and how well it's run and how many skids are there <laughs> you got a lot of skids you ain't got a good feel 
That's yeah. all I'm going to say about that. But you know what? We, as much as I'm not a proponent of skids, Bingaman's put in those skids by the, in the rebel base along the side and they formed a cat, a, a, sort of a, a canal, if you will. So people would walk, walk through them. And it, it they turned into a, a sort of a neat sort of trench like prop. But I'm not a big proponent of skids. I do like interesting it, props it on the field, neat. for sure. It was neat, Joe, but there was not enough openings or exits to it. It yeah, kind of they, cut off half the field. That, that yeah. was slightly annoying. But you don't I, like I a standard I, pile of skids, Josh? Eh? You don't like a nice stack of skids as a, as a prop behind? No, not as furniture. <laughs> not as props on a paintball field. Not as shabby chic Instagram yes, Cam photos. Cameron Turnbull wants to know if skids, skids are, are great pallets. for loading up, yes. you know, in water Canadian, and toilet in, paper and Costco. Canadian skids <laughs> American about pallets. Yeah. So in the uh, <laughs> Facebook chat, we have Jake Hostetler says, refs make or break a field. Yeah. Uh, Colin Cooper agrees with friendly and engaging staff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would agree with both of those, um, those comments as well. And that's my answer. Yeah. Uh, the complete staffing team there in terms of the, what culture they create and endorse uh, for the field, right? Is it friendly, welcoming? Uh, does it cater only towards those equipment owners who like to chew up newbies and, and all that? Yeah. Uh, is there a culture established where, you know, experienced players play by themselves and rental players play by themselves? Um, and who's doing the work? Like, do you see them just, you know, behind the mask on the field or are they coming out and they're milling around uh, yeah. in, in the compound areas that are they interacting with you, ensuring you're having a great experience and, and, and soliciting feedback as well. Yeah. Um, and that will create, you know, that creates a culture of um, community camaraderie. And then those are the same people that come back and then they want to build on that too. So that's what makes an exceptional but field. You'll find what about all just general front of house staff that just set, that sets the tone for the, as soon as you walk in the place, Joe and I flew to a field i'm not going to say where it was but we flew several California. hours to this field and we got there we're all excited and the first person we talked to was the person that was at the gate that was selling us our tickets and signing us in and it was almost like she was doing us the favor by signing us in and letting us play at their field and i get they were busy that day but you know what a little smile on the face or a hello and, a, and just being polite there's nothing more of a turnoff than when you go somewhere and that could even be a restaurant your server comes up and I mean, I know we haven't been to restaurants in years, but, you know, when they came up, the tone of their voice immediately dictated how well you were going to, you know, whether you were going to enjoy yourself or not. So, yeah, sure. I agree. Staff staff is a huge one. And if you have a great ref who, who facilitates all your stuff over the course of the day, that's memorable. You're right. Absolutely. And you can create an incredible experience with just skids and pallets, Josh, if you have a good ref. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what makes a great field for you, my friend? Um, there's a lot of different factors. Um, not only uh, when you talk about ref staff, you talk about ref staff, but ref staff that have the ability and the wherewithal and know-how to spot, you know, uh, equipment owners who are shooting overly hot or overshooting, um, you know, and have that ability to remove players who are just being jerks from the field yeah. there's a lot of times where i see reps just kind of let it roll off their back you, you know kind of half the day almost a full day and it's like man you ruined everybody's experience because you didn't want to go talk to that guy but the, it's, the, the it's ref, terrible you need the ref to, the ref needs to be able to step step out of his friend and member 
uniform and into a referee uniform and become non-partial. And if one of the members or one of his buddies or one of his friends, not necessarily his buddies, his friends is, is being a little aggressive, the ref needs to say, hey, you're being aggressive. And it's like what I always say to them, WWJD, what would Joe do? If you have somebody shooting what you think is fast and tell them to slow down. If they don't like it, then come talk to me. That's, that's my thing. Angry Canadian Gamer also says uh, on this topic, he likes to see a diversity in maps. Yeah, I mean, you can't play the same same thing all day, that's for sure. And not what only do that- maps like, have to do with an old wooden ship? <laughs> but it's also how you play it. Like you can't just, you know, if you, if you go there every weekend and they constantly play end to ends, at least if your referee or your organizer has a little bit of wherewithal, they'll combine or change the games or change the boundaries up or make certain things out of play. So if you are stuck to or relegated to only be able to go to one field that's in your area, at least they make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to cinch up my sack this evening. And uh, folks, if you have an additional correspondence that you would like us to address, uh, make sure you hit us up on the social medias or uh, set up the show behind the bunker.com. We will address it here on mail time. Mail time. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night where we want to tell you guys about the greatness that is Planet Eclipse. Do you know that they have more championships? They have new mechanical markers, new electronic markers. Hey, all new territory, including their new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. Um, now available at any of your better retailers. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull the tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke, now with brand new packaging. Boom. Thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his crew, AirUps.com. Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color sublimation and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. And in fact, that is our blood type. So make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. Worldwide. From the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff, waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now it's a Stormer, Stormer Tactical, and Stormer Elite. Boom, boom. DLX Technologies, ladies and gentlemen, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium and... I'm told that's where you want to be, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you to all of our great sponsors. If you want to tag them in, in the chat, please do so. Or uh, please follow them on their social media. Uh, we would not represent them on our show if we didn't feel that they had some quality products. So go check them out. Um, Josh, we have um, we're, we're gonna we have some custom corner, but I think we're going to wait because we still have a topic to discuss real quick before the end of the show. Oh, you do whatever you want. Uh, and sure. then uh, if we can get back to it, we certainly will. But tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, is um, what do you do to support your local paintball field? Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I read someone's comment. And at first, I thought it was snarky, but then, then I realized it wasn't. He says, I play there. <laughs> and it's true. Any business that you give these paintball fields uh, is, definitely, is definitely your help. Uh, we posted up on social media, and a lot of you guys posted up on Instagram. 
Who's that? I, w- I clicked on a comment on my phone. I'm sorry. It's not a keyboard. It's my phone. Like, what do you want? Joe thinks we're picking on him. <laughs> I, I just, I've got all this stuff going on. I'm trying to type on the forum. You got Lady Maple all over you. you got Lady Maple all over you. The ice cubes table. had sharp corners. I know. It's... <sighs> By the way, you and your hoity-toity ice cubes, good for you. <laughs> You're, I can hear them clinking in your glasses. We don't have ice cubes at our house. These are um, <laughs> round round globulars, little ice ice balls. Ice nice. gems, if you will. Nice. Um, so, Josh, I gave you sheets. Gavin, I think I gave you a sheet. Joe, I did not give you any sheets. I'm sheetless in Seattle. So Joe can maybe watch the uh, the comments in the chat then. Um, did you, did you put, drop them off at my house today, Todd? I did. I may not have texted you, but they're in your I they're did. in your mailbox. I did not go check. So one of your damn kids <laughs> grabbed them, Hill. <laughs> Gavin, it's nine o'clock. They're asleep like two hours you ago. You would think they're asleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we might have to do some of it by memory then. All right. All right. So the first one comes to us from uh, Wolf Drago Paint or Drago Gaming. Uh, says at the moment uh, he's been in college, so finding a local field has been hard. But recently found one and started refereeing for them. Field is small, but has some nice the nicest people there. So yeah, refing working there. That's yeah. giving back to the field. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean we have our own paintball field, so I can't give that as an example because I when I go there I'm working anyways. But um, I belong to a range, and when I go there, my wife and I, if if we go shoot. If we see any debris on the ground, because we're members, we kind of feel obligated to clean up. And that's what we do. We make sure that, you know, everything is ready to go for the next person that shows up. And there's only a couple hundred people that belong to this thing. So it's not like it's, you know, it's 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 heavily occupied. So if there's something out of place, you notice it, you clean it up, you fix it for that couple of seconds it takes. You know, I, I would assume if I was, you know, a, a, not a proprietor of a paintball field, I would go there and do the same thing. Like... If someone left their paintball bags on the ground beside my picnic table, I'd probably pick them up and clean them up. I, I, I can't see why I wouldn't do stuff like that. But stuff like that would help. Great. You find you leave the place better than you found it, right? And so that's tidying up and making sure that you're not a, a nuisance and and, and and supporting people around you as well to have a great time. Um, and even if you're not playing, uh, like our friend River Sticks Media says, uh, when he was able to, he'd take pictures at big games and post them here on Facebook. Uh, and, you know, current world situations are under control. He'll be doing the same again. So photographers, people who have ability uh, skills to uh, take exceptional um, photos and videos and experiences uh, and share that and tag it. Uh, people who have played for the first time seeing themselves, uh, that's a real treat. So that definitely helps out the local field and grows the sport as well. Yeah. Um, Ryan McGee said, I've also volunteered to help at the field down at hashtag French Lickland. <laughs> for the game for the game next year if i'm not able to play so ryan's done some volunteering and we've during our move we've had some of our you know team members regular players airsoft guys have all been out helping us um you know move lift you know uh, a pair of arms is more than welcome anytime so yeah. um thanks to anybody all the all those that have come out and helped us out with the with the, with the move yeah but think of it if you guys go to your field and you you play there fairly often how you know you know if if there's a referee going out in the field or if the the field is getting overrun and they're busy that day you know volunteer to help you know or you know with the the, say to the ref listen i'll I'll take this group to this you know to the other side of the field with me and i'll explain the rules over there if you want or however you can 
um, even just mentor some of the younger younger players. I mean, anything that you can do to help give anyone that's there a better experience, that's that's the key right there, I would say. I would, I would agree. Yep. And how Chafing PB um, supports his local field is he tags and posts and talks to non-players about the safety and level of experience the owner and staff have. So uh, really doing some off-the-field advertising and informal advertising, word-of-mouth stuff is uh, how he supports his local field. Yeah. Even if you can get a T-shirt that has their logo on it to start conversations when you're out in public and with your friends, uh, you know, that's a good good way to be an ambassador to the sport for sure. Yeah. Uh, and organize groups. That's another way that you can help out. Yes, you know, every once a week, bring 40 people. That would be a big help <laughs> to any field on yeah. a weekday. But, you know, if, if, you're, if you've got friends at work, you know, put a poster up in the break room and say, hey, who wants to play paintball this weekend? You know, and try to organize something once every couple of months and, and maybe challenge you know the the other McDonald's that you that 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 you're not working at to a to a match or wh- wh- wherever you're employed. It's a good idea. Yeah. Oh AES boy. Miller says from somebody who works at a field, uh, the best way to support a field is to play, as you mentioned earlier, Todd. Yeah. Uh, so when people drive by and see cars in a lot, uh, a lot more people want to be there. Then business gets good. Yeah. yeah so Bobby, play as much Bob- as you can. Bobby Dowst says, I'm just hanging out at the field. Talk to the parents or get new players excited. Tell them paintball stories. Colin Cooper says, Tiger Stripe BTB hoodies. Yep. Um, I said, bring your <laughs> I said bring your friends to play paintball. Andrew Woodyard Woody says, Destiny Paintball created attachment for your state. Andrew, where are you? What state are you in? Manny, where are you at? <laughs> Manny, where are you at? What movie's that? Does anybody know besides Gavin? Never Zuby? get off the boat. Nope, wrong, wrong nope. one. Close wrong though. Wrong one. Oh, don't dumb, say it. D- dumb and Dumber. <laughs> no, Todd. Todd, you <laughs> and you. Todd, really dumb and Todd doesn't two, know Todd. his Vietnam movie genres from Dumb and Dumber. I watched. And I, I watched uh, a YouTube documentary of little known facts about that movie. There's. You, you, I, I've got to send you that link because I found it pretty interesting. Oh. Hmm. Lorenzo. Um, Lorenzo got it. Excellent. <laughs> there we go. We'd like All right. to thank Lorenzo and his son Ben for coming down and helping us this weekend as well. Uh, lift stuff. For sure. Uh, our good yeah. friend from Germany, call sign Braveheart, the Braveheart, says uh, no how, he, how he supports uh, his local field is he gives them um, free, his free time, free labor for, for anything, right? So it's just sort of being there, being present, and helping out in any capacity. So, yeah, absolutely. Hey, there's something. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I remember before I was part of paintball. You know, I heard that they were going to be building a a, a, a couple of new play structures, and I thought that that was awesome. What better way to spend a, an afternoon and not spend money, but to help your local paintball field build something even more fun that you're going to want to play on? You know, and that goes a long way too. If you sing some, you know, sling a hammer or bring a screw gun out and 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 help assemble some stuff, because it's only going to make your experience better. If you're tool savvy, I know not everybody is, but. <laughs> We had, a, we had a member that brought out his tool set that consisted of tools that you would buy at the dollar store. And it was uh, it was very not helpful. I believe his hammer fell apart. No, that's the, lo- that's the <laughs> that's loaner right. set. Right? He has all this good stuff at home. Right? That's what I lend to friends. Bra- Braveheart's from Germany. And he drives his people's car to the field to help out. He sure does. Yes. 
All right. Um, so Paintball 100 says he tries to purchase as much of his equipment as he can uh, through them and not online. So he also um, tries his best to make it as welcoming uh, for new players as he can. So yeah, so if you can purchase from brick and mortar stores, uh, that's great versus sort of those big box type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Help the little guys for sure. Two, two words sort of sum that up. Gavin, shop local. Shop local, wherever local may be. Yeah, and every business, whether it's paintball, restaurant, anything in the entertainment business is hurt and bad with COVID. So when you go out to the field for the next little while, I know this sounds kind of whatever to say, but don't ask for discounts. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a couple of local restaurants that we try to hit a couple, you know, at least once or twice a month just to kind of help support, but we're not asking for discounts. We're not we're not going on their cheaper day. We're We're just trying to help them out. And uh, kind of do the same thing with your local paintball field. I mean, they're a business too. Yes, I get it. But they're most of these paintball fields are family-run businesses. That's all that they do. And with this pandemic that's hit the world, no one's doing well. So just try to keep them surviving right now. If you want to play, support local. Yeah. Support those little mom and pop shops as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gavin, I'm going to unfortunately have to cut our segment short. Uh, no, we are, I was uh, talking a lot. I, I got a lot of screen time tonight. <laughs> I know you did. And that's kind of why I'm shutting her yeah. down. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. If you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you. We're going to continue to uh, record for our podcast. And we're going to zip over to YouTube and continue to broadcast over there. So if you want to join us and continue on, you can uh, certainly head over there. Um, so yeah, thank you. I, I, I don't want to say, uh, we're not going to say all of our goodbyes on Facebook cause we are running behind, but, uh, thank you to all. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you to Joe, Josh and Gavin for being on the program, Matt for producing and, Great uh, to the other side, we'll see you guys on Monday. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Yeah, so whatever. that that uh, We were just talking about how that movie Joe was referring to was Platoon, for, for those that okay. may not know. I, I actually kind of like to know. Ap- and now, in, in all fairness, I watched yeah. Apocalypse Now on tuesday night oh did you okay. really that, that's version. So it was i i don't know why it was fresh in my mind and i was no just that, that's okay sexing with never get off the boat but it's <laughs> but it's okay only if you answer joe's question which version did you see which what sorry version ah that's of true apocalypse now of apocalypse now the redo version no the original i have it on um oh okay dvd well that's okay the the redo the redo puts significantly better yeah Anyway, so I was still quite oh, angry at you. Blu-ray. I was ranting as we were throwing over to, to YouTube. Uh, Josh, okay, you do get a little bit of a pass because you're watching Apocalypse Now this week, so it's fresh in your mind. But if you ever make a mistake like that again, <laughs> ever, I'm going to set you on fire. I Rightfully promise you. So. Yeah. That's fine. Yes. Rightfully so. Yeah. Apocalypse Now used to be I may be watch on... Platoon tonight just because. You should watch Platoon. That, that's Apocalypse your consequence. Apocalypse Now oh. used, to be on, used to be on Netflix. Not much of a consequence. You know what? We are, you know, Joe Joe and I were having this sad conversation on the weekend about like just dated references. Like we were talking about a field that that may have an older reference to it that we may change in the future. But we we are all of a certain age and and maybe for next week's show, I just thought of a topic. I would like to solicit everyone that watches the show. What movie, what army or war movie or fighting movie do they watch before they go to play paintball to inspire them? And I'd like to see how 
like the different generations because yeah, some not everyone's going to say like we'd say apocalypse now we'd say stuff like that or we'd say platoon but some of the younger people that watch the program i'm very curious to see what they would say um so maybe that's a good interesting that's a, that's a good that's an interesting question because we we might watch you know you might watch platoon or apocalypse now you you might watch um black hawk down or, or 13 minutes in benghazi like those are or sorry 13 hours we were 13 minutes 13 hours in benghazi those are like sort of solid sort of actiony movies you might watch zero dark 30. i wonder though and this is going to really upset you but i wonder if some of the people are going to say different things more like a john wick style movie or uh maybe and and, and but only it, because but be like interesting to nothing see. makes you want to tear up a paintball field like watching any of the john wick movies no but it's different like I think when we were all younger, war movies were an easy thing to make after. Now it seems to be more like, I don't know. It's it's different. It's And is it movies that are people getting sort of pumped up with? Or are they playing like squad-based games online, right? Are they getting yeah. pumped playing Call of Duty? Are they playing, uh, what is that, Tarak, whatever they had the other day? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, you damn kids in your video games. <laughs> I, I, watch, uh, yeah. I watch reruns of the Josh battle. The job. Jesus up. Christ. <laughs> that was amazing, by the way. <laughs> it was quite amazing. Yeah. Oh, Boondock Saints we're getting uh, in the live chat. Uh, Bobby Dukes, Borat, says Stephen Rambo. See, that's a that that oh, would yeah. be a good one. What about Commando? Arnold Mando, Schwarzenegger goes up to yeah. yeah, he goes up against 150 soldiers who can't hit anything, off. but he can hit them one bullet at a time out of a machine gun. Sully, when I said I'd kill you, yeah. when I Kelly's promised I'd kill you last, I lied, and he dropped yeah. Kelly's heroes, but we don't yeah. have a Sherman tank. We Full don't metal jacket. Oh, going back to Commando, I still remember as a kid that scene where he he doesn't have a gun in a tool shed, so instead of he shooting the guy, saw blade. he sh- yeah he throws the circular <laughs> saw blade like a like a throwing star and and slices someone's skull half off. Yeah. Sorry, okay. spoiler alert. You haven't seen Commando. <laughs> I think it was over 30 years. It doesn't but matter. Many, but how many people yeah. probably watching behind the bunker and playing paintball have seen Command? Have not seen Commando? Like, they weren't oh, okay. even born. I thought you were saying people watch behind the bunker before they get pumped up before a game. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> not a now chance. Now you're just lying. Commando's from, from the field. Commando's yes. from 1985. A retired Special Forces colonel tries to save his daughter who is abducted by Alisa Milano. his former su- sub- subordinate. And what? And what's her name, is it? Alyssa Milano. Mil- yeah, mi- uh, yeah. No. It, yeah, yeah, Alyssa Milano. Milano. <laughs> I was going to say Ray Dong Chong's in it, too. I but, knew um, he'd um, be in that. Uh, just Bodies, okay. says Stephen. H- now, we're talking war movies, not X-rated movies. But do, do you know what's funny, though? Out of all the war movies that everyone talks about, no one ever mentions We Were Soldiers. Yeah, that I was a good movie. movie. We had a I great really scenario it, game built off of that. It was, a, of... it was a decent movie, but no one sits there and they're like, hey, man, like I watched Platoon last night. All is cool. Hey, man, I have, I watched We Were Soldiers last night. Why, were you bored? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, the book was better, but... It was well, still a decent movie. We, we, did a scenario, we did a scenario at, at the middle field on We Were Soldiers because it was yeah. a very Vietnam field yeah. and it was perfect for helicopter insertions. I, I watched a 30-second Facebook clip yesterday of um, Enemy at the Gates. 
and the, the, it was named that someone posted it and said name that movie and I and I remembered it right away but that was awesome but I remember that movie being not very good but that scene right. was very good um, yeah 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 but, but talking about sort of themes of like of different fields uh, SE Village is that still around mm-hmm. yep is it okay is it still Vietnam based you know or um, or people have sort of evolved from that and just yeah. made I, a paintball yeah I don't know. I'm, we, we, I'm really curious. If we've gone, have like but we've gone through quite thing. a. We, okay, so we went through about five to ten years at Paintball Extravaganza, where we were all talking about how we need to not call them paintball guns and call them markers and not call them war games, and and then it's kind of gone full circle where now it's back to you know embracing what it is because people run mud runs knowing they're going to get muddy. They don't show pictures of them in they're all tidy whities all nice and clean, right? Like. So that's kind of gone full circle, but there was a time where there was no like. So I'm wondering yeah, we, if a lot of paintball fields have taken that away. We we took we took for a while. We took the 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 sort of the war aspect out of it, and what what is what was perceived now is perceived as the fun, the aspect, the fantasy element. We took that out and dumbed it dumbed it down, and we almost made paintball not fun. Yeah. But people, you know, people want to want to feel that they want that you know cosplay immersion if you will yeah but i wonder if it's no longer war themed if it's more like we'll, we'll, we'll be able to tell more story by by the movies but most of the movies that you guys are saying in the in the live chat right now aside from like boondock saints and some of the other ones are very military-esque so um i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna watch the sarah jessica parker movie failure to launch because it's got paintball in it to amp you up so you're not going to be in the rom-com genre i mean maybe oh, you no. are but in genre no <laughs> i was able to get genre in once more before you, you the were show yeah well done i loved how you wove that in seamlessly it was wonderful uh, well it was almost as good as joe's french lick shoehorn at the beginning of the show <laughs> we gotta get them in we have to so what's uh chica strata says young guns active valor that was a good oh, yeah. oh, Active great, great movie. that was a great movie what about like people think of like bat 21 about um gene hackman where yeah. they shot down sort of behind enemy lines and he's got danny glover flying above him giving him directions like those are some fantastic movies that people don't even think about yeah yeah i saw a not a great scenario but a a surprise movie for me the wall i think it was called um that- a Vietnam movie? No, it was uh, likely Afghanistan, I think. Yeah, it was Afghanistan. Um, and two sni- a sniper team goes out and gets trapped behind a wall and <laughs> plays out like that. No, no, but it, 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 clearly I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not part of the promotions department. So. <laughs> I got this great idea. See, two there's this sniper. wall, right? <laughs> two American snipers are trapped by a lethal. Two American soldiers are trapped by a lethal sniper with only an unsteady wall between them. It was, Correct, filmed, yeah. in, it was filmed in 2017. Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. I was I was quite surprised. Toy Soldier says Dan and Hardy. There was a new one out uh, recently on Netflix with I think it was one of the Helmsworth brothers. <laughs> oh, that was good. What's it called? Um, that was really good. Yeah. In, uh, no. Uh, uh, Helmsworth. And while they're thinking, on a second. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. And while they're thinking of it, Josh, Extraction. I like your down Extraction, periscope yeah. comment. <laughs> Why is no one talking about down periscope? Because then we're going to get into things like hot shots. Does hot shots ramp you up, or maybe Top Gun ramp you up before you go play paintball? 
Hot Shots Part 2 with two. the uh, <laughs> bow scene in the chicken. Yeah. Um, by the way, I want, I'm not, not going to change the subject, but has anybody seen that new movie, Nobody, yet? No. I nobody. have not yet, and I'm waiting for someone to tell me it's actually good because so far everything everybody's saying it's it's okay. I, Isn't I it like five hundred dollars to rent? Yes, it's like it's like twenty seven bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to invite everybody over, which I can't, just to make it more reasonable. Ooh, but like, I used to go to the movies a lot, and now that we can't, I, I don't know if I'll ever go back. Yeah, I don't miss it. Although we've ordered movie popcorn and picked it up a couple times because there is something that to be said about stupid. no, it is not. Bite your <laughs> tongue. Stupid. You know, Marvel Redenbacher, two thirty in your microwave. Todd, if you ever want that experience, bring some microwave popcorn over. I'll give you an entire salt shaker <laughs> of, of, of salt, and we'll pour some fake butter on it, and you'll have I a can't. heart attack that way. Can we just pause for a moment and just see how ridiculous Todd is? Like he just spent yes. what? Thirty dollars for popcorn at okay. home. At but, home. Okay. If I go take my no, my hey, wife and I to a movie, we're probably forty bucks between movie tickets and popcorn. We haven't done that in almost two years, right? It was well, a year and a half, anyways. So for me to go to the theater and spend twenty bucks or twenty eight bucks on popcorn and uh, what what do you call that? Fruitopia from the fountain. That's it's an yeah. experience. We haven't done it in like so. Call me. <laughs> I will charge you the same. I will deliver it yeah. in a little red bag. And, Skip the Gavins. And while we're calling people out, Stephen in the live chat says Top Secret. Do you guys remember the movie oh, Top Val Secret? Val Kilmer. Straighten that rug. <laughs> oh, so, no. That was bad. No. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyways. Well, why don't we end this here before we yeah, get into we an argument about... about <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's also... By the way, if I get a chocolate craving and I want to buy just a chocolate bar, I go to the movie theaters, Gavin. Huh? I'm just trying to piss you off once more. <laughs> right, you, can order, you can order it from Skip the Dishes. <laughs> That's one right. Chocolate, a $20 chocolate bar. bar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Although I did stop by there today and got some jujie fruits on the way to see you in the hospital. <laughs> All right, you ladies stop. and gentlemen, thank you for being on the show tonight. Oh, Thanks, Joe Kimson, for being with us. Thanks for uh, tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Josh Subi's a brickus. Yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to help control your local airsoft population. Have your local airsofter spader. And Gavin Sharma. It was great to be here, folks. Thank you for your contributions in the chat. Uh, thank you for all your support of the show by liking on YouTube and sharing on the Facebooks. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> and thank you to Dwayne King who gets the final comment. He says, tonight's podcast brought to you by Loud Old Keyboards. <laughs> That's thank funny. You, Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>